Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody say glory to God. Glory to God. God is good. All the time. Oh, I'm saying God is good. All the time. And all the time. God is good. Amen. Amen. How many people want to really be blessed by God? You want God to touch your life, transform you totally. Amen. Amen. Then uh, I'm talking about something that is so crucial that as you do it, it is going to transform your life. Now, in 3 John 2, Scripture says, I wish above all things that you will prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. It means God wants you to prosper. And so I'm talking about honoring your prophets, a great key to your prosperity. Amen. God is going to bless you through the agency of your pastor. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse number 20. 2 Chronicles 2020. The people of Israel were confronted with being attacked by the Ammonites and uh, the Moabites and people from Mount Seir. And a certain man of God, Jehaziel, spoke the word of the Lord that the battle is not yours, but it's the Lord's. I came to tell somebody the battle is not yours but the Lord's. Whatever is a battle, it is the Lord's. And that the Lord God Almighty will take over that. Can we just be doing what we were doing earlier on? Don't go, don't bring the echo. Just don't bring the reverberation. Just what we were doing. Hallelujah. Amen. So, after you had prophesied that the Lord himself will go ahead of you and do everything and fight for you, then the king stood up and told the people of Israel two key things that will help them. Number one, he said, believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. And then number two, believe in his prophets, so shall you prosper. Amen. Amen. Are you here with me? Believe in the Lord, so shall you be what? Established. The word established in the Hebrew is aman, means you'll be nurtured, you'll be strengthened. But believe in his prophet, so shall you prosper. 
It means your prosperity is based on your 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 believing in his prophets. I keep telling you that Ghana will get power predominantly from Akosombodam. But when you want to iron, you do not go to Akosombo to go and iron your dresses. And you don't charge your, your phones when you, you uh, by going to Akosombo. You don't even go to a substation somewhere. You may be blown up. So God has designed that through wires. The power from Akosombo comes through wires and then becomes resident in some sockets. And when you connect to the socket, power is released onto your life. So when you also connect with your man of God, your man of God who is your prophet becomes a point of contact for you to prosper in getting a certain power from the original source. So if God is likened to a Kosomodam, when you connect to the socket representing his man servant, God's power is released unto you for your prosperity. Do you know that God is everywhere? But you realize that we do not experience healing everywhere until there's a crusade or a man of God oftentimes is ministering. And through his ministering, you will see that people are healed. People are delivered. And it means that God uses the agency of his man-servant. So it means that you believing in that person is what will release healing unto you. It's his agency to break family curses. So despising that man of God, you are despising your miracle and you are despising your blessing. And God chooses actually to use men and that's the reason why for him to come and even save humanity, he had to take on a human form. But you realize that when he came in human form, a number of human people couldn't even accept him in his humanity, and therefore those who couldn't accept him, especially those of his own household and of his, uh, of, of his, of his hometown, they couldn't be blessed by him because they didn't receive him as who he, he's supposed to be. So not receiving the man of God or the prophet of God stops you yourself from hearing somebody Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. 
Amen. Am I teaching you something? Listen, this a major cue. A major, when I learned this and I said, Oh Lord, thank you for delivering me and saving me. You see, when you have a key, you don't bang doors. You don't struggle to get into the room. Meanwhile, the treasure is in the room. And that's why I'm giving you this all-important key. Your relationship and your attitude to your man of God is very crucial for your prosperity. Can I have an amen? Amen. And we read from Mark 6, 1 to 5 that Jesus could... He says that, okay, let's quickly do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he went out from his, from thence and came to his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. The Sabbath is a day of the Lord, where the people go to church. Hallelujah. Amen. And so they observed, if you are a Christian and you don't plan to go to church on Sunday and be in church on time, then you are not a correct Christian. True Muslim, Muslims who go to the mosque on Fridays, no matter what. The Buddhists and co will do this on Saturdays. Sunday Christians, they say we are washing, we are doing this, we are doing that, we are doing many things, we are doing many things. And we think that we are doing things to advance our lives. But you see, it is, it is connecting to the word of God, the wisdom of God, and the might of God is what advances your life, not your strength to advance your life. Because the Bible says that promotion does not come from the east nor from the west, it comes from God. And the people were astonished at the teachings of Jesus. And he said, Where did he get these mighty works from? He was manifesting mighty works. In the verse number three and four, they began to now analyze his background. When you start analyzing people's but you see, God was going to bless you in a skin color that you may not like. In a body structure you may not appreciate. In somebody that his English language may not be, his tenses may not be whatever, but he's the one God has anointed. And what you need actually to turn your life around is the anointing. Because the Bible says in Isaiah 10, 27, he says that the, he shall lift up his burden from your shoulder and the yoke from off your neck. For by the anointing or the anointing oil, the yoke shall be destroyed. That means that the yoke that is upon your life, the healing, the deliverance, the progress that you need, that in your life is going to come through the anointing and God will put the anointing into somebody now watch it the Bible says let's go back to the verse number four you see the Bible said they were offended we'll go back go, go, go back to verse three you see because they didn't receive him they were offended at him the moment you are offended at a man of God, you can never receive it. Blessing from him. Tell your friend, offense 
Offense. At a man of God, At a man of God stops, you stops you from receiving, from receiving the, anointing the anointing upon his life, upon his life, into, your life. into your life. Amen. Amen. The moment you are offended, the moment you are hurt, the moment you, are, you become detached, you build a wall of limitation. Please, this is so important. And that's the reason why you can find people who can be in a church for a long time, but their lives are not changing. What must come to them is not coming to them. It isn't that the power is not available, but they have treated their man of God with, with, with I mean, they have despised him. They have lowered his importance in their eyes. It's, it's not important to them. So they do not connect their socket to his plug. And when they don't plug into him, they never become what they have to become. Next verse, please. And Jesus said, a prophet is not without honor. That means that a prophet is, has honor. So we say a prophet has honor. A prophet has honor. And in their day, the main man of God was known as a prophet. In the New Testament, we have what we call the fivefold ministry. Is that right? Yes. And the, the prophet was more or less like the pastor of the day. Who was uh, so here? You can say a pastor is not without honor, but in his own country and is among his own kin and his own house, which means that the people in his own house, among his own people and in his own country, are the ones who despise his importance. And you see, you can have a socket in your house, and you can despise the avail constant availability of the socket in your house will make you despise what it is. You see, and oftentimes the most important things are the things that are readily available. Oxygen is readily available, but lack oxygen and see, you go, just like that. Water is readily available. You see, the things that seem to look cheap, they are the most, most essential things. And God in his mercy ensures that the most essential things, for he has made it... It's easier to come by, cheaper to come by. But when you de despise its importance and you lose it, then you find out how expensive it is. Is somebody here with me? Yes. That's why when somebody has a challenge and he goes to hospital and the human beings are giving them their oxygen, they pay more. <laughs> are you getting me, somebody? Hallelujah. <laughs> And verse 5 and 6, the Bible said he could not do mighty works save, you know, laying hands on a few sick people. It means that the anointing that is not respected does not work for the people who do not respect it. It means that in order for you to prosper, you need to have a great respect for the anointing. When you honor the anointing, God will honor you with his miracles. Now, the question comes up, where is the anointing located? The treasure of the anointing is found associated with the anointed. The anointing is inseparable from the man. 
The man of God has anointing in him, with him, and upon him. Say it with me. In him. In him. With him. With him. And upon him. And upon him. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. You know what Jesus said? In Luke 4, 18, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The anointing is in him. Someone say in him. With him. And upon him. Hallelujah. Amen. Is anointing found at Akramor? Is it found at the cinema hall? Three places the anointing is found. Is in the anointed man, with the anointed man, and upon the anointed man. Now, since the anointing is what breaks the yoke, then it is important to locate where the anointing is. Now, it was discovered, or it's been discovered, that orange eh, has healing properties. This orange that we take. Mr. Pharmacist, what does orange do for you? Yeah, acetic acid. Okay, so what, what, when, what, he, what disease does it heal? Mm -hmm. Kidney. Okay. So it helps for the effective functioning of the kidneys. And what again? Gum diseases. Very good. That's what I want to do. You see, realize that there are some people sometimes blood in their mouth and all those kind of things. I have when you take orange, it deals with it. But for a long time, they didn't have the solution to it. But then as with time, they realized that there was something in the orange that makes people get healed when they take the oranges. And what is in the orange that heals is vitamin C. Now, science and technology has been able to separate the vitamin C from the orange so that you can, it, 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 you can have access to it directly to swallow. So, if you want to be healed of, of the gum diseases and co, you need to have access to. You have to have access to orange. You must respect the orange. You must accept the orange. Amen. You must have access to the orange. Respect the orange. Believe in the importance of the orange. And take the orange for you to be healed. 
in the same way too God is going to visit you by the anointing because in Isaiah 10 you see, in the Old Testament days you realize that God anointed certain people to use them to be able to overcome the enemy and to direct Israel what made, what made the people overcome their enemies was not because of just the man, but because of the anointing. But God deposits his anointing in a man. So the man becomes a channel through which God's anointing flows to overcome the people. That's why the Spirit of God came upon Samson to be able to lead Israel against the Philistines. The Spirit of God came upon David to be able to overcome Goliath. Remember when David was anointed, he was able to overcome Goliath. Is that right? And, and, and when the Spirit of God came upon the people, they, when they were going to battle, and then they had the Ark of the Covenant, which symbolized the presence of God, which symbolized the Spirit of God, they were able to overcome the enemy. So the Spirit of God was what helped them to overcome. So the Spirit of God is also known as the anointing, and it's also known as the power of God. Are you getting me? Good. Now, God puts that anointing into a man so that people who connect to the man connect to the anointing and by the anointing, the yokes in their lives are broken and help and deliverance comes to them. Amen. 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 It means that your relationship with the anointed one and his anointing is important. So the anointing is in three places. Write it. The anointing is in three places. Number one, the anointing is with an anointed person. The vitamin C is with the orange. Vitamin C, Benya wo ankemu. John chapter 14, verse 17. For even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it sees him not, neither knoweth him, but he, but you know him for. He dwells with you and shall be in you. He dwells with what? You. That spirit of truth is the Holy Spirit. And he dwells with you. So the anointing is with the anointed one. Can I have an amen? Amen. And that's why in Acts 10.38, Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. Number two, the anointing, the anointed one carries the spirit upon him. So look for, look for 18. Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is what? Upon me. Right now, you see, as I, I am wearing my jacket, my jacket is what? It's upon me. Just like in the Old Testament, the, the prophets had their mantles, and the mantles contain the anointing as well. Is that right? So the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the 
poor. So the Spirit comes upon us. In the Old Testament days, the Spirit will come upon people and they'll prophesy and they'll do exploits. Bible says, and the Spirit came upon Elijah. The hand of the Lord. You, so when you hear the Spirit of the Lord came upon, the power of the Lord came upon, the hand of the Lord came upon, it's all synonymous. Amen. Amen. And number three, there's the anointed carries the spirit within him. Ewonumu. is within the prophet of God. <laughs> First John 2.27. First John 2.27. John who made it kind. But even then, he says that before we get to John, when we read John 14.17, he says that, and he shall be in you. Is that not it? For he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. So the anointing is what? With him, upon him, and in him. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you learning something? And remember that I told you that the anointing is what is, is a way maker for your life. And 1 John 2.27 says, but the anointing, read it, everybody with me, the anointing which you have received of him abideth in you. Hallelujah. Yeah. So you realize that the anointing dwells. So the anointing, the anointing of the Holy Spirit is either in a person, with a person, or upon the person. And that is the location of the anointing. So the anointing is attached to the person. And it's part of him. Hallelujah. Amen. So it means to receive the anointing, you've got to respect the person that the anointing is in him, with him, and upon him. Now your pastor is anointed. Because according to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 and 12, when Jesus ascended on high, the Bible says he gave gifts unto men. And the gifts he gave, he gave some to be some, not all. Some to be apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, pastors. Is that not it? And their role was to continue the ministry of Jesus, the anointed one, who was an apostle, prophet, teacher, evangelist. It means that the, the person, a true man of God who has been called by God to continue the ministry of Jesus, and Jesus started his ministry as an anointed one. But God would say he tarried. And in Luke 3.21, whilst he was being baptized and praying, the Holy Spirit came upon him. And after that, in Luke 4.18, he said, the Spirit of the Lord is now upon me. And it is based upon that that he went about being able to preach the gospel and to do good works. So if you see anybody preaching the gospel and doing good works, it means the spirit that was upon Jesus has come upon him to continue the ministry of Jesus. When Elijah was taken up, Elijah took his mantle and he struck the Jordan and they walked on dry ground. And the people said the spirit of Elijah has come upon what? Elisha. So he realized that what was it? It was the anointing that came upon him that made him to be able to do the things that Elijah was doing. So when a person is able to preach, like I'm preaching, because under normal circumstances, I cannot preach the way I'm preaching and do many things, and I can stand in places, and by God's grace, I can see cripples walk blind, see, and I can see, I mean, which human being will, just, will make a blind to see? 
There's no medicine that makes a blind to see. Are you getting me? And things like that. So you must know that it is a certain supernatural power, and that supernatural power is passing through some, somebody. And it means that that somebody, that the thing is coming through must be important to you. But you can easily discount the importance of that person. Amen. So your ability to handle the anointed and relate with the anointed will determine your access to the anointing. You see, when you, you, if you want to heal your gum diseases and all those things, you need your orange juice. And your orange juice may be in a glass or a jug. But you must be careful in handling the jug. Else you pour away your orange juice. And when you pour away your orange juice, you lose your vitamin C that you would have gotten to heal you. There are many people who make spiritual mistakes when it comes to the anointed and his anointing. They want the anointing. They want the blessings of anointing. But they do not realize that their attitudes towards the anointed Human being cuts them off from getting the blessings in the anointing. In fact, oftentimes God will anoint somebody whose lifestyle and attitude may be different from what you may be expecting. He may, be, he may not be as tall as you want, as handsome as you want, eh? as friendly as you expect him to be, giving you Water, fish, clothings, massaging your back, giving you at attention, yet he is somebody that God has packaged the anointing into him and upon him and with him to be a blessing for your life. That's why Jesus, when he fed the 5,000 men after feeding them, and then after that he preached a message and that if you don't eat my, my flesh and drink my blood, you have nothing of me. And then the people, some of them got offended and they left. In fact, many of them left. One preaching of Jesus and most of his disciples left him. And then Jesus asked him, Do you also want to leave? And Simon Peter said, Who has a, who to whom do we go to? You have the weight of eternal life. So what he's saying is that we are not following you because of shirts and clothing. We are not following you because of food. We are not following you because you give us money. You, you have the weight of eternal. You are giving us something spiritual. You have the anointing. The, the anointing is upon you and that is what we are after. Can I have an amen? Amen. And that's the reason why, listen, the, an, the anointing, you, it's very important to relate very well with the anointed. In fact, 
Even the dress of the anointed one is a blessing. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yesterday, one of the brothers was telling me, I gave him a pair of shoes. He said, he went home and was so excited, he wore the shoes that evening. He wasn't going anywhere. And he was showing his, brother, his siblings, my pastor has given this shoe. And he, was. he said in the night, he was just there, then he felt some electrical feelings. He said he felt some vibrations. And he literally rolled off the bed and fell down. I'm telling you. And, and his life and ministry has never been the same. Are you getting me? Amen. Yeah. And sometimes I, I would intentionally deliberately try to give something of mine to somebody. It's not because I'm giving a person a second-hand thing. It's not because I cannot buy something new, but it's something to connect an anointing upon the person. Amen. Amen. Yeah. One day, I told Bishop, I just said, Bishop, one of your jackets I'll be very interested in. And he brought me his suit. When then he came, he said, a young woman. That means there's oil inside. And I wore it. Not that I have many suits by the grace of God. Are you getting me? But I needed something. I am connected to his grace. And I needed something from him. And and the anointing is upon the man, in the man, and with the man. And you know the Bible says that aprons and handkerchiefs from Paul were healing the sick. Yeah. And Peter's shadow was healing the sick. So when the anointed man is walking around, later I'm going to teach you the fact that hearing the anointed, seeing the anointed, and touching the anointed, or anointing touching you will bring healing. Touching the anointed. When the woman with the issue of blood, when she he said, if I shall behold, Touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. That was all. It was not Jesus who laid hands on her. She touched Jesus. In some 89, verse 20, to 23 or so, thereabouts, some 89. He said, I have found David my servant. It means that first of all, God finds a servant. <laughs> the anointed has been found. With <laughs> my holy oil have I anointed him. You see, you can be anointed with inku cream. You can be anointed with aloe vera. But Jesus was anointed. He said, how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and power. Amen. And so he anoints his men with not in cook cream, but with the Holy Ghost and power. He said, with whom my, my hand shall also be established, my arm shall strengthen him. It means that the man of God has been strengthened by God. Because and this was referring to David, and because David was anointed, he was strong. And undefeated. The anointed is undefeated. May you be anointed. 
He said, the son of wicked, the enemy shall not exact upon him, nor the son of wickedness afflict him. God will crush the enemies of the anointed. That's why he said, touch not my anointed, do my prophets no one, because they are channels to release his power. And, 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 and because of that, you do not have to spoil the sockets. He says, I will beat down his foe. Watch it. I will beat down his enemies before his face and plague them that hate him. Hey. So, listen. God strikes and crashes the adversaries of the anointed. As a matter of fact, many people have shortened their lives and their destinies by fighting the anointing. Do you know that Paul, Paul was going and then when he was dealing with Jesus, Jesus, Jesus said, that, you cannot kick against the prick. Because Jesus was what? Anointed. And he had come to fulfill a purpose. Are, are you hearing what I'm teaching you? Yeah. And all through history, biblical days and historical days, people have tried to fight the anointed ones. Is that right? But they never prevailed. There are people who try to voter and go, try to bend the Bible, try to do whatever, but they ended up dying. They ended up their lives reducing to nothing. So it is rather, rather important and wise to connect to the anointed one with love. Hallelujah. And the anointing will come upon you. Listen to me. The anointing will come upon you when you love. You can never hate somebody and get what he has. You cannot hate rich people and become rich. But when you love, when you love, when you love the person, you see, love, love and admiration opens you up. When a woman doesn't love you and doesn't admire you, no matter what you say, she's close up. You are not, the, you are not her type. And because you are not her type, no matter what you do, she's close up. But when she admires you, she's ready for your raps. She's ready to receive whatever you have. Are you getting what I'm saying? In the same way too, it is only when you love, respect, appreciate, and admire the anointed one and the anointing upon him. It opens you up and it also opens his heart up. So sometimes I can live and he, he, he actually moves towards you. I can feel those who love me eh, and have opened their heart to me and my heart is also open to them and I try to talk to them. Are you getting me? Last night, for instance, after many people left, there's some young guys there, and I realized that, look, these people want my anointing. They like me. And so I spent time talking to them, and there are things I shared with them that I may not share at church. Amen. Hey, are, listen, after the ministry, there are, are secrets. And you'll never know a secret of a person until he knows that you love him, you respect him, and then you draw close. It is when you draw close, that is when you get to know the secret. Other than that, you look at things from a cursory point of view, and then you will, give, you will give it some reasons why this and that is working. It doesn't work that way. Like many years ago, people say, oh, I mean, Lighthouse was doing well, and then because the man is Obroni, and that's the reason. I remember even in England, somebody told me that people are following the man because of Obroni. How many Obroni pastors are not? Even pure Obroni, this man is a half-caste. Pure brony that they are doing ministry and they are, they are, they are, that they are not struggling. The key thing is that there's something that the man knows, there's something that the man is doing that you need to get close and humble yourself, admire him, and learn, and you will become. 
me and was run one or so. Now, Ben, now we did him, dear airman, and Una Sahin Shranubina. John chapter 1, verse 11 and 12. He came unto his own, but his own received him not. But as many as what received him to those who believed in him, he gave them the power to become. You are given the power to become when you receive. Amen. Amen. Ah, we learning something. Ha hallelujah. Amen. Is my life blessing you? Is, is my teaching ministry blessing you? Hallelujah. Amen. So the anointed, the anointing is what well, is in the person, with the person, and upon the person. Hallelujah. Amen. So when you are dealing with an anointed person, you are dealing with your pastor, you are actually dealing with God. That's why it's called man of God, God's man. So when you are dealing with anointed person, you are actually dealing with the Holy Spirit. How do people deal with the fetish? By dealing with the fetish priest. You don't go and just worship any fetish by God. What is your name? You, you do not even know. You do it through the fetish priest. You must respect the fetish priest. Amen. Amen. And so, when a person is anointed, Almighty God moves to rest upon the person, within the person, and in the person. And that is why there are such severe reactions to people who mishandle the anointed and his anointing. When you mishandle an anointed person, your pastor, you are not actually mishandling men, but it is God you are mishandling. Remember the Bible says that he gave gifts. It was, it was God who gave you your pastor. And in Jeremiah 3.15 he said, I will give you pastors According to my heart, not your heart, who shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. In Acts chapter 5, verse 3 to 5, there was an incident of Ananias and Sapphira, and they did something, and they thought that, well, um, it's, it's, it's ordinary, but then they got themselves into trouble by relating in a wrong way towards the anointed man. They, they had a tradition in those days to sell their goods and take it to the apostles so that they would share amongst all the people. But then, instead of declaring the right assets, they went and lied. The husband lied and the woman followed the lie. And so, Peter responded to them and said, verse 3, please. Peter said to Ananias, why has, see, when he lied to him, let's start from verse number 2, probably it may give a better explanation. Verse number 2, verse number 1, let's start. A certain man named Ananias with Sapphira sold a possession and kept back part of the price. His wife also being preview a part of it and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. Peter then said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Ghost 
petrol catcher and say, Ananias, I then a woman who find no upon some at Sanawumu, I would intro at Chirahum Concron. And to keep back part of the price of the land, I would be Kakra, would turn you know a BSE. So you realize that lying to Peter was not just lying to Peter, but lying to the Holy Spirit who is in Peter, with Peter, and upon Peter. Sa in Troya Odichre Petru, and yes, Petru no Catrino name Concona won't the moon I can hono, and no din tron a train. And they say why it remained, was it not your own? Or sinya koto in any wa dear. Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? I didn't see now decide to poya shall watch it. Read it that part with me. You have not lied unto men but unto God. And yeni pan a wedding natural in so nyame and a wedding natural. And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost, and great fear came on all those who heard these things. Ananias, Are you hearing me? So the anointing can even kill. When you, mis when you mishandle the anointing. And you see, there are a lot of times things happen to people, and they don't know. He says, somebody saw, but maybe I lied to a man of God, I didn't die. Yeah. There are there are different manifestations of the Holy Spirit. And there are different times that God rewards people. Uh, so sometimes your reward will come 10 years later. 20 years later. That is why you must be worried of Galatians chapter 6 verse 6 and 7 that every seed you sow, you reap it. So be careful you do not... You do not take the wrong steps. You do not sow the wrong seeds. You do not do the wrong things. Are you hearing me, somebody here? Yeah. In fact, we read the other day from Genesis uh, where Abimelech made even a mistake. Abimelech and tried to take Abraham's wife. You know, because Abraham had introduced a lady to be a wife. Abimelech, no, person. Sorry, a sister. And then in the night, put that scripture there. In the night, God visited him in a dream and said, You are a dead man because you have taken somebody's wife. It means that when you take something that is dear to somebody, you are a dead person. Do you want to see, see that scripture? If you sleep with somebody's wife, you are a dead person. If you sleep with somebody, you, you think you say you are not dead, you are you are you are about dying. Yeah, yeah, you, you'll be so surprised. Certain things that will happen to you. You sleep with somebody's husband. You take over somebody's business. You use the wrong things to take steal. Things from somebody's life. You have opened yourself up unto premature death. And when we talk about death, it's not only physical death. Something will be serious will be destroyed in your life. Can I have an amen? Amen. It's in Genesis 20. And you see, when he did that, that verse 7, he says that restore. Oh, if you want to see that where he say you are dead, let me read it to you. <laughs> Verse 3. God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, Indeed, you are a dead man because of the woman whom you have overtaken. For she is a man's wife. You are a dead man. 
And the guys, I did in innocence of my heart. I didn't know. It means that there are things that you may even do in the innocence of your heart, but because you are veering towards doing something evil, a certain punishment will come to you. And then, in, in the verse 7, he says that God told him, Restore the man's wife, for he is a prophet. And remember, the Bible said that you shall not touch a prophet. So if you are touching the prophet's wife, you are touching the prophet. And he says that he shall pray for you, and you shall leave. It means that your ability to live is to get close to the prophet, restore and relate properly to him. Do not do anything that hurts him. If you, if you, if you do not restore, then he says you shall surely die. And I will show you the reason why there was already a problem for them. In the verse 17 and 18, the Bible says that Abraham, next time we'll, we'll go more into details, but I'm just trying to show you something. Abraham prayed unto God, and God healed what? Abimelech and his wife and his maid servants and bore children. Verse 18, for because the Lord had what? First closed up all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's what? Wife! So even when he had not slept with the woman, but had had an intention of going to touch something that is precious to somebody, God closed the womb of Abimelech's wife and the women around I mean, God brought a certain problem their way. So you can inherit certain problems. When your mother or your father might have done some things. You see, some of our fathers and mothers and they walk around with clean faces, but they've done some things. They have little money and then you see that somebody go and take somebody's wife, take somebody's money, somebody's business, they do kululu and then they take over. Today they look rich. And you become a partaker of the problem. You see, Abimelech didn't know that the, the womb of the women had been closed. To. So they could be going to hospital and they could be doing all kinds of things and nothing is happening. But it was when prayer was made by the prophet that God Open up the womb. May anything you have done, anything that your, your, somebody in your family line has done, that opens a door for a certain problem to come. May the Lord God Almighty release His blood to cancel those effects in your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 Is that a good preaching? Hallelujah. Amen. Now, are you being blessed? So it is important to relate with the anointed one. Now, how, when you are relating with the anointed one, the Bible says, you, you, he said that, Jesus said, a prophet is without honor. Is that right? A prophet is not without honor. That means that he has honor. It means that you've got to honor the prophet. Tell us about the honor the prophet. 
Amen. Amen. You honor the prophet by obeying him. Tell somebody by obeying him. Amen. Amen. Yes, I think let me teach you what it means to believe in his prophet. Is that yes. not it? Yes. When they say believe in his prophets, what does it mean? Let me even get to that. Believe in your prophets. Tell somebody, believe in the prophets. Believe in the prophets. Amen. Amen. What does it mean to, to believe in the prophets? Write it. What does it mean to believe in your prophets? Are you learning something here? Yes. Number one. Now remember that in Second Chronicles 20, 20 part B, it says, believe his prophets, so shall you what? Prosper. Amen. Believing in the prophets, I told you earlier on that healing may not take place till a man of God shows up. There was a time the Israel, the water they were was a time some, the sons of the prophets were eating food that was poison and he told them put in flour it means that the direction of the man of God is what brought about healing unto them so what does it mean to believe in his prophets number one to believe in his prophets so you shall prosper means to give equal energy for your belief in God as well as your belief in his prophet. That means that the way you believe in God, give equal energy in believing in him. There's nobody who has successfully received from God without believing in the prophet. Do you know that the world could not have been saved without Jesus? But Jesus came as he's known as well, the Son of God and Son of Man. And those who have not received him, and those who have not believed him to receive him, they have not been saved. Amen. Amen. You can see a lawyer is there who can say something to help you, but if you don't believe in him, he cannot help you. If you, if you don't believe in the teacher, he cannot help you. The Israelites could not have been saved without accepting Moses. That's why when Moses went to them, they, he, uh, he was going to introduce them. He said, God, what should I tell them? Tell them that I'm the God of your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That is why I tell you that I am anointed so that you receive me as an anointed and the anointed upon my life will be a blessing to your life. Amen. Amen. Yeah. In fact, the truth is that when I was born, I didn't know. I hear the very day I was born, it started raining, it started thundering, and the prophet, I was actually born a prophet, the prophet said, this is a great and anointed man of God. And the prophet spat into my mouth. And it turned into like a ring, it, 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 it spat into my mouth. And when we're going to start Springs of Life, I remember a certain man of God came and said, I see this man. And then he described the man, the man of God, with the white beard and everything. He said, I saw his 
spit into, into your mouth and it turned like a river and so as you are sitting there you are like a river that is flowing and when people come around you with death it washes the death away and it cleanses them and things that are dying gets revived and that's my ministry washes away death and revives people and you see my mother actually didn't want me to become a priest or something so me i even didn't know you know and as i was very no no she was not happy but much later when i the, the call of God became so strong and I got married. She told my wife that this is what happened. This is what happened. And this prophet spat into your husband's mouth and all those. And as I was growing up, there was that desire and inclination. I actually even wanted to become a Catholic priest. I went to the seminary, if you don't know. So I've gone to learn Latin and all those kinds of things. Yeah, I went there because God had put something inside of me at that time. Are you getting what I'm saying? So right from the, being a baby, I said, anoint him. And then my interaction with my pastor and various anointed men of God have put varieties of anointings upon my life. So as we are standing here, we are here like this. I have been heavily anointed for you. Because, you see, the, the vitamin C is in the orange. Your relationship with the vitamin C how well you treat the orange will determine what is in the orange that will come unto you. Amen. Let's take it this to be orange. Amen. Amen. And then your closeness, you see, this is the anointing. Your closeness to the anointing, if this, let's say it is wet, the more you get close to wet bottles of water, the more your life becomes wet. So the more you get close to the anointed one is anointed, the more your life becomes anointed. The more you attend accounting classes, the more you get to know the accounting. The more you, 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 you get close to a physics teacher, the more you get to know the physics. So the more you get close to the anointed, you, the anointing begins to work in your life. Amen. Amen. One time a certain great man of God was sitting there. I mean casually, leisurely relaxing. And then his foot will touch somebody by him and the fatty one was feeling some electrical sparks then he would move his leg then he would, and he wasn't intentional doing it he was relaxing even in his relaxation power was flowing number two amen amen so i've told you that the world could not have been saved without what believing in jesus number two israel could, could couldn't be saved without moses jehoshaphat knew that their deliverance depended on what? Believing in the prophets. Amen. Amen. Number two, believing in the prophet means to receive the man who is a prophet. Amen. Without receiving the person, you cannot really say that, that you believe in his words. You cannot reject the person and expect to receive the anointing. So, you must receive your pastor to receive the anointing. You have to receive him if you want to enjoy what he's carrying. 
And to receive him means to love him, respect him, appreciate, admire him, and to get the anointing. When you criticize the anointed one, the anointing on him stops flowing into your life. Amen. Amen. Number three. Are you there with me? To believe the prophets means to move away from trying to understand the prophets. <laughs> trying to understand the prophets. You see, believing things is different from understanding things. Believing in the gift of God and the anointed is more important than trying to understand it. How many of us know how cars function? How many of us understand the real mechanisms of cars functioning? We don't understand. Uh, do you have mobile phones there? Eh? Pick your mobile phones. How, how do the mobile phones function? That your, your message will come to me. There's, there's no, there's no, there's no cord. There's nothing, but you send messages, you can send your pictures, and we can see everything. In fact, you can even be videoing and then punch something, and somebody in another part of the world is seeing. Do you understand it? You don't understand it, yet you believe it. If you are waiting for the day to understand before you, you use it, you, 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 you will never use the phone. So you cannot even understand God. Can I have an amen? amen? But you have to believe. And the Bible talks about belief. Number four. Believe the prophets means to obey the prophets. Someone say, obey, obey the prophets. Believing in the anointed is shown by your obedience to the anointed. It is the obedience that draws more of the gifts from the anointed person. When you, do, when you do not obey the anointed, it means you do not believe in his anointing. You see, when you obey someone, you make a connection with the person and you are drawn to the person. I said, when you obey someone, it's an important point to write. When you obey someone, you make a connection with the person and you are drawn to the person. It means that if you don't, if you don't obey the person, you are disconnected from the person and you are not drawn to the person. It means that the anointed one is drawn towards people who obey his words. God is drawn towards you as you obey his word. His servant is drawn towards you as you obey his word. 
In fact, there are times that as you are ministering, you can see there are many people, but somehow your heart is drawn towards people that you believe, I mean, have a certain need and they are desiring. Haven't you heard the word of God that sometimes, sometimes man of God's ministry say, I could see that as I was ministry, you were desiring to have this. Is that not it? Yeah, you were desi- you could, he could feel the desire. But other people do, you see that rock of Gibraltar. Nothing happened. In fact, they are actually they are actually judging the movement, judging the language. All kinds of things. And so you do not get anything. Am I teaching you something good? Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. So you see, your disconnection from the anointed is because of your disobedience to his words and prophecies. And I'm saying what you feel so the more you obey someone the more you demonstrate your belief for the person when you believe someone when you obey him and as you obey somebody you are trying to let the person know that I believe in you but if you don't believe in a person when he gives an instruction you will not do it so one sign to show that you don't believe in a person your pastor is when he tells you something and you don't do it it shows that you don't believe in him there's something known as implied speaking you don't need to say that I don't believe in you. Your action and attitude shows that you don't believe. Yeah. So when I give you an instruction and you don't do it, it shows that you don't believe in my counsel. And if you don't believe in my counsel, then you cannot have my covering and you cannot have my, 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 my anointing to be a blessing to your life. So you just be sitting there and that's why it's important to change your heart and to believe in order to receive. Because you need to believe both in God and believe in his prophets. You don't work with only one leg. You work with two legs to create a good balance. Hallelujah. Amen. Am I preaching here? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I want you to look at this scripture quickly. John chapter 14 verse 21 to 25. In the next two minutes, we are done. Hallelujah. John 14, 21 to 25. If I there, say thank you, Jesus. Mm. Someone say, mm. Mm. Jesus promised that he would manifest himself to those who obey him. In fact, obedience is a sign of your love. And it provokes the anointing. There will be no manifestation towards those who do not obey. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Watch it. Let's read together. Jesus said, He that has my commandments and keeps them, he it is that love that loves me. So to show that you love the Lord, you must keep his commandments. That means to obey him. And he that loves me shall be loved of my father and I will love him and manifest myself to him. It means that when you obey somebody, you are demonstrating your love to the person and so the person will also demonstrate or manifest his love towards you. 
If a wife would a wife who doesn't listen to the husband finds it difficult to receive a manifestation of something from the husband to her. Because yeah, who are when I tell you something, you don't do it. When you have children and you tell them something and they don't obey, then there are things that the father or the mother also has to do that he cannot or he may not want to do it for them. Then he said, Judas said unto him, not Judas Iscariot, how is it that you will manifest yourself unto us and not unto the world? And Jesus said, if a man love me, he will keep my words. And my father will love him. And will come unto him. And make our board with him. It means that the one who loves the Lord and obeys God's word, God comes to manifest himself unto him. God the father and Jesus Christ, they all come to him. He that loves me not keepeth not my sayings. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's which he sent me. Verse 25. Read, everybody read with me. These things have I spoken to you, being yet present with you. Hallelujah. So it is important to believe the prophets. Finally, the fifth reason why you must believe the prophets. You must follow the detailed instructions of the anointed. There are times that anointed will pass on detailed instructions to you. Sometimes he will tell you, do not marry this person. He will tell you, do not go here. Or do this or that. He may not even give you reasons. You see, in the Bible, you see that there are a lot of instructions that are given whereby God may not have given reasons. God told the people of Israel not to eat certain things. But he didn't give them the reasons. He told them not to eat scaleless fish. Because Scaleless fish is a scales that try to ward off all the, you know, the gems and all those kinds of things in the in the water body. So if a fish is scaleless, it has an ability by osmotic activity to be able to absorb certain kinds of pathogens and negative things into system. They were not supposed to be eating things like shrimps. Because shrimps and co are sweepers. They are just shrimps and co are just like cockroaches. They are, shrimps are like sea cockroaches. They, they are cleaners. And even though it tastes very nice, when you are prepared, you see that it does a lot of dust in it. Sand is very dusty. Sandy. Are you getting me? But God never told the reason why they shouldn't eat it. But he said, do not eat it. But science has proved it. Are you getting me? And the Jews are not supposed to be eating pork. Because pork's have... They, they easily get, because of the fat deposit, the worms and co can just go and settle underneath the skin easily. And then when you even cook it, they do not die. 
I'm not saying don't eat. Oh. I'm only trying to say. So don't go, go and say that a pastor says we should not eat this, we should not that. I'm only telling you what God told the people of Israel. I didn't say God told Springs of Life people. Hallelujah. Amen. Even though, yeah, in the New Testament, he says that everything you can eat by sanctifying it. it. Uh -huh. But you see that there may be certain negative things, the reasons why God says, do not eat, but he didn't give reason. When you are young, your parents will tell you, do not do this, but they do not tell you the reason why. Sometimes they say that when you are bathing, don't sing. Or something, something will happen to you. But just because what you may soap will be entering your mouth. And they say that time that I do not go to the water river body by Santa because they want the, the water body to relax and have a, a cleaning effect by itself. Uh, I'm preaching somebody here. Uh -huh. So it is important to obey the prophets of the Lord. And follow the detailed instructions so that you'll be blessed. In John chapter 2, verse 5, when the, 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 the feast at Canaan, wedding feast at Canaan, when the wine got finished, Mary, Mary told the people that whatsoever he says to he Jesus says to you, do it. And Jesus is going to instruct you not by you hearing his voice. Hey, my children, hey, my children, but he will speak to you through his delegate, president speaks to the people in the community through the DCE, the district chief executive. Are you getting me? Who is his representative over there? That is why they call him his honorable or whatever. In the same way too, God is going to speak to you through his delegated, anointed servants. And in 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 9 and 10, there was a, a time that Naaman wanted to. Naaman was, Naaman was a great man, but he had leprosy. And then he, he was actually directed, he was told, a little girl directed that there's a prophet. He can help you. And then when he went, he was expecting the prophet to come out. No, But watch it. The prophet sent a message on to him. And he said, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times. And you are going to be clean. Initially, he was saying that at the rivers Abana and Fapai in my hometown, not better. But a little girl says, Master, do it. And when he did it, he became clean. The obedience to the voice of the prophets took away, it took away something that was incurable in his day. The leprosy went through the anointing. May every leprosy leave you. May every help come to you. May God visit your life and turn your story around. Through the ministry of the anointed one is anointing. May your life receive a mighty push forward. Amen. When he said, don't go here, don't go. When he said, do, do, say, do it. One day my pastor gave a, sent a detailed instruction. 
He said, make sure that canopies are erected. Or see, 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 canopy. Do it. Don't think. Do or it. See, yeah, man, man. Those are the instructions. In the, and there was a chief usher there. Na usher penny. Pastor, pastor in charge of ushers was there. Other associate pastors were there. But he sent a message to, I mean, his direct assistant and said, Do this, make sure you do it. Don't think, do it. And that day had been working, was a commit, had been working the whole that was very exhausted. It was actually 31st December, and I was going to go home, catch a little rest, and prepare and come. But I obeyed him as a prophet of God. I obeyed him as my pastor. Sometimes your pastor will give you instructions that it, it, it may look senseless to you, but God is speaking to you. So I did what he told me to do. And then he sent a message. Lead the prayer. And do the praise and worship. So one man, I had to make sure Canopies had been erected. I led a prayer. I did praise and worship. Then when he came, as was ministry, he took his robe, threw it on me, and then he said, this is yours. Prior to that, I think a day or two earlier on, Bishop Ajina Asari had come to minister he took his three piece boo boo. Was the first person to give me three piece boo boo. And gave it to me. You understand what it means? Special blessing. And then my pastor added his own. Nice, expensive boo boo. Threw it on me. I fell down anointing. I fell down. And then when I got up. He went into his pockets and pulled a bunch of money. And he said, When I was coming, the Lord told me to go back home and put money in my pockets. And then he gave the money to me. What a way to start it. If I had reasoned and I wanted to have understanding, I would have missed the blessing. But I followed. And after that, there were other blessings that followed that I cannot talk about. Now. So obey your prophets. Believe in the Lord and you'll be established. Believe in his prophets and you'll prosper. May you prosper. May you get a husband. May you get a wife. May you get a children. May you get a breakthrough. May you receive the healing. May God open doors unto you. Through the ministry, may you have businesses. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Can I have an amen? Put your hands together for the Lord. Yeah. There's a young lady in the church many years ago. We're having foundation class. I said, I called her and I said, come and teach foundation class. I said, you come and teach it. The moment she came, somebody met her and said, do you have any, what work are you doing? She said, I used to work here, but now I don't have a job. What are you training? And straight away, through the person, he got a job as they were sitting in the same, same class. It means that through the mouth of his man servant, God was going to give the person a job by she listening to the voice of the pastor. Amen. Amen. 
lift your hand and thank God for his word and say, Lord, help me to be obedient unto your word. Help me to live for you all the days of my life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, I want to thank you and want to give you all the praise and all the worship. We bless your holy name. We pray that as your word has come forth, may we live by your word. May your Holy Spirit overshadow us. Help us to believe in you and to believe in the prophets you call for us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord.